Welcome to the best diety ever podcast of all time. That's right. It's Champs in the Making, a Pokemon Bracket podcast where we take every one of these creatures in the Pokemon video game franchise, 901, 900 and something, a lot of them, several, and we make them square off before the elite uh, judges panel of the Moonshot Podcast Network. And right now, uh, tonight, that judges panel has some lovely new faces. I'm not one of them. You may know me. My name is Jay. I'm your host from this evening. You may know me from Interstitial Season 3, The Marmoset Chronicles, or uh, Moonshot's other new Patreon-exclusive show, Once Missed Wonders. Uh, but I'm joined here by several people who are new and welcome faces to the Moonshot Podcast Network, starting with Claudia. Hi, uh, I'm Claudia. Uh, she, her pronouns. I uh, am one of the co-hosts of uh, the Three Little Words podcast. Uh, we read and rank romance novels on their steaminess, dreaminess, and memeiness. <laughs> you sure do. I'm also joined by Jacqueline. Uh, hey, I'm Jacqueline. Uh, Jacqueline Swampert is my full name. Uh, she, her. And uh, I am co-host of the Unwise Girls podcast here on the Moonshot Network, where we... I read and analyze the various books of Rick Riordan. Hell yeah, I'm glad. There's absolutely no way to tell any Pokemon you may be standing for based on that naming <laughs> scheme. Uh, and finally, I am joined by Aroma. Hello, I am Roma. I use the they, them pronouns. And I am the host of the Hyperfixation podcast here on the Moonshot Network, where uh, I bring people on to tell me about their hyperfixations and educate me on stuff in 30 to 45 minutes. Awesome. We Hey, you know what, Roma? You know what I love? It's things that are done in 30 to 45 minute intervals. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, we are here with a 30 minute timer. I'm about to start and a list of Pokemon that it is up to us to judge uh, who is the winner, who is the loser, who is the champion of each of these matchups. For those of for, for y'all, since you're new, we are in round two of this whole thing. Uh, that's also a shout out to any listeners who might not realize that. If there's episodes you've missed, go back and listen to them because we have done many a matchup on this show. Tonight, our first matchup, we have Corvusquire. With the, uh, the, the middle evolution steel type bird from Sword and Shield versus Starmie. A classic, uh, uh, well, it's a classic Pokemon. I was trying to say what it was, and I immediately choked. Does anyone have any initial thoughts on these two friends? I think that Starmie is two starfish stuck together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that now, now, please elaborate. Is that a positive or a negative for you? Because I could easily see it going either way. I, I think in comparison to the cool bird that is Corvusquire... I don't know, Starmie is just kind of a little lackluster. I do like its cool gem. Mm-hmm. Very good gem. We love we love some gem action. I, I will say with Starmie, I, I <laughs> to your point, I, I have a memory of uh having like dry dried starfishes. My my, my my parents, like growing up, had I assume from some trip to some beach, some like dried fossilized starfish and seashells on like a shelf. And I remember taking two of those and putting them together at you know the right angle so that they looked like a starmie and being like wow mom look it's a starmie and my mom being like god why can't you be into sports <laughs> oh, no. yeah i i really like i really uh i'm reevaluating i'm reevaluating starmie for like the first time ever and i'm realizing mm-hmm. that it looks like like patrick star with like one of those windmill shuriken from snarto on its back <laughs> you're not wrong 
I can very much see. Now, again, I will ask you what I asked Claudia. Is that a positive or a negative for you? It's a positive, but I don't think it's positive enough to win. <laughs> now, so yeah, we, Starmie, classic guy, but I agree. It's not my favorite. I like a water and psychic type when I'm playing the video games, which I am one to do sometimes, but there's ones I like more. Corvusquire, I like, I think, as... So it, it is a middle evolution of a line. It's It, it starts as, I think, Rookity is the little fellow's name, and then becomes this, and then becomes uh, Corvin Knight, which is a giant, fearsome, uh, medieval night bird. I think it's a good middle evolution. I also, we, we have to acknowledge on behalf of uh, Moonshot Podcast Network member Raven, uh, guess what their persona is by the name. Uh, Raven's a huge fan of Ravens and and talked to me a bit ago about why Corvus Squire is actually a way better representation. Like, if we want to talk for a second about, like, the biological, you know, the, 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 the animal they're based on. This motherfucker looks a lot more like an actual raven or a crow than, like, Murkrow does, which has that giant yellow cartoon beak. Like, this is an actual... This this just feels like a cool little bird I'd see, and I, 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 I am endeared to it for that reason. I mean, you have to give it points for, like, simultaneously having that accuracy and also just looking slick as hell. A lot of middle evolutions look super awkward, in my mm-hmm. opinion. This one just looks... It, it looks good. Yeah, it's a slick little fella. I, I'm i always thrown off by the way its eye is, like how the pupil is in front of two different colors. I have uh, been staring at that for like several minutes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize that. It, it, it's troublesome, but it's also something that makes it a little more distinct because it's like, it, it's almost like an optical illusion where depending on how you look at it, it's either... A cute, a cute friend, or like a very menacing bird, depending on kind of how you focus on it. Why is its pupil outside of its eye? I don't know. I think that just might be the f- the well feather coloring, coloring. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. fancy <laughs> eyeliner on the on the rave on the bird. I do enjoy fancy eyeliner. I do. Um, I do I, like the idea that the bird has eyeliner. I hadn't considered that. Mm-hmm. White eyeliner, nonetheless. Yeah. D- d- does anyone mm-hmm. feel super strong about Starmie, or are we all pretty much giving I it to Corvus Squire? I feel very strongly about Starmie. I I didn't have the 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 guts to say it earlier because I was staring at it and trying to figure it out in my brain. But um, Starmie gives me like organic, free range, gluten free, like fidget spinner energy, and I love it. <laughs> and so that's where, as much as I think that um, I don't, the Corvid is cool. <laughs> Starmie kind of has my vote, I'm not going to lie. But I okay. know I'm going to be outvoted here. <laughs> no, no, I, I am fascinated by the series of words you've just said. I, I do like that Starmie is an early example of, like, taking an animal and making a, like, just a weird fucking version of it. Like, it's not just a starfish. It's like, it looks like it's made of, like, porcelain, you know? I, I, mm-hmm. I do like what a strange object it is. I'm a big fan of that. Absolutely. Oh, and it's God. classic. It has a special uh-huh. place in my heart from the animated series, but <sighs> Bird also I, cool. Yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying. I am now also remembering a children's book I read uh, as a kid. Th- th- there were like Pokemon children's books. God, what a cool world we live in. There was a Pokemon children's book that was about a bunch of Pokemon putting a Starmie on top of a Christmas tree to be the star on the tree. And that Aww. is just about the most endearing thing I've ever thought about. Wholesome. However, unfortunately, this Pokemon has no soul because it doesn't have a face. 
Sorry, it's Corvus Squire for true. me. I only vote for Pokemon that have souls. What's up? Come at me. Hey, yo. <laughs> Maybe its face is on the back. I mean, like, starfish have their mouths on the bottom. Oh, that makes me like it less. That's where trouble. is Where is Starmie's mouth? How do you It's eat? in there. Uh, it's around. Um, uh, anyway, I, I, oh no, go for it, Jacqueline. Uh, Starmie is always a run killer for me in Nuzlocke, so I'm voting for Corvus Squire. Ooh, that is a good point. I am right there with you, my friend. I have had too many die at the hands. It, it's always dual psychic and something. We can't get into this. I also vote for Corvus Squire. <laughs> Roma, Roma is hard Starmie. Claudia, where are you at? I'm I'm pretty hard Corvus Squire. Corvus Squire takes it. Corvus Squire lives to fly another day. Starmie, you had a good run. You made it to round two. It's a good place to be. I I will never forget what Roma said about Starmie in this episode. I will take it to my grave. <laughs> Thanks. Vegan. <laughs> Uh, Our next matchup is Pansage and Fungus. Two Gen 5 guys. So Pansage is a little monkey that has a tree that doesn't look like you should touch it in his head. Fungus is a little, is a little guy. He's a little, little fella. He's just doing his best in this hard world of ours. Now that's friend-shaped. Fungus? Mm-hmm. Friend-shaped indeed. So like... Initially, just hearing the names, I was I was about to immediately give it to Fungus, because uh-huh. Fungus is a great name. But I don't like how Fungus looks. Fungus's look is very off-putting to me. I don't like its, okay. its weird mouth, its mm-hmm. soulless eyes. It is very friend-shaped. I don't like that its design is a Pokeball on top. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you don't like that. that that's interesting. I don't like I, that. I, yeah. Because that is, that is a thing in the games, in black and white, they use that as a trap, right? Where, like, you'll find a Pokeball that you think is an item to pick up, and then it turns out you're fighting one of these. Uh, it's the same thing they do with Voltorb and Electrode in the earlier games. And I, I remember thinking, like, is it lazy that they just did it again? But I, I don't know if I think it is, but I, I hear you. I hear you. <sighs> On the other side of it, does anyone really like Pansage? Because <laughs> I've got some beef with this monkey that I would like to air out if I may. <laughs> Go ahead. Please do. First of all, I don't like that it looks like its fur is in, is in the like coloration of as if it were wearing pants. It shouldn't need to wear <laughs> pants. It's an animal. Uh, we do not need to clothe our monkeys. If the anime Kill the Kill taught me anything, and it did. I, I My problem with Pansage, and this is obviously like a problem of the games more than the Pokemon. So there's these three elemental monkeys. There's this guy, and there's two other monkeys that are the same thing but they're blue and red and they're water and fire type and they have different stuff on their heads. And they just like, you get given one before the first gym in those games and it always just felt to me very transparently like they really wanted to do a Pokemon that could be three different types but didn't have any kind of interesting idea. Like, there's nothing interesting about a monkey being three different types. I think Passage is the one I like the most out of them. I do kind of like its little tree head. I, it still just looks, it looks fan submitted to me in a way that I don't know if uh, I can. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 yep. You but know? Jay, look at that tail. Its tail is a little sprout. Yeah, it's got a tail. I feel like Pan Stage would smell like broccoli, mm-hmm, like hands mm-hmm. down. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that smell. I'll eat broccoli. I don't want to smell it every time I'm hanging out with, with my Pokemon. <laughs> 
I'd rather smell the smell of a delicious mushroom, such as, uh, such as fungus. Which leads me to my next question. Would fungus taste good? <laughs> we don't have to answer that. That's not what this I podcast is. I like mushrooms, is. so yeah, mm-hmm. probably. I feel like fungus wouldn't be a for-eating mushroom as much as it is as, like, the mushrooms that you're like, yeah, I want to pick that up and take it home, but you look it up in your encyclopedia and it's actually, like, quite dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I think That's fungus takes it for me. F- fungus takes it for me. I, I What I'll say about fungus, there are a lot of, like, very small, cute Pokemon, and I saw in the Studio A chat Jory start to type. Uh, our friend Jory on the network is one of several people, and many listeners, I'm sure, too, who uh, are just big fans of little cute guys, of when Pokemon are little, round, cute friends. I, I sometimes am, but sometimes I'm not. I, I will notoriously sometimes smash a little cute friend if a big, cool guy that I like is in its way. Uh, but... When it comes to cute little guys, I just think that Fungus is, like, a unique one. Like, no other little, little round hashtag friend uh, looks quite like Fungus or is doing quite what Fungus is doing. And I, I, I like that about it in a way I can't say about Pantsage, because there's literally two others of them that are just different colors. So I'm, I'm a Fungus. <laughs> I'm a Fungus vote on this one. Fungus vote. Yeah, I'm a fungus wood as well. It really wins for me in like the, the like beautiful background art factor. Like I can imagine a bunch of fungus being picked up by the wind and just floating in the air, sort of spreading their spores mm. everywhere. Oh, that's adorable. I love that. I, I don't love like that. That, a lot. that sounds that's weird to me. I'm <laughs> I'm going huge pants age here. Claudia is headed down to, to her bunker to uh avoid the spores of the oncoming fungus apocalypse but fungus for now moves forward so it may continue its engine of terror upon the planet Jacqueline would you like to read the next matchup uh yeah I don't really know what this Pokemon is but this is a Pikachu versus Azelf sorry is it Pikachu or Pikachu I I can never I, I hear it so infrequently how could one know so right off the bat I want to say uh, and I, I said this to y'all before when we were planning the episode, Pikachu has previously had some beef expressed upon it on this podcast. When it was in round one, uh, I was on that episode, I can't remember who else was, but we definitely were all like, fuck this asshole, he deserves to be put in his place at some point during this tournament. Uh, round one was not the time for that, because it was up against Finneon, which is just a fish, uh, and I, I kind of feel the same way about this one. I, I I like Gen 4. Azelf has never been anything to me. How are y'all feeling? So, to me... I mean, you said that... Oh, oh sorry. I, I was just going to say you said that uh, Pansage looked user-submitted. Azelf mm-hmm. looks way more user-submitted to me. Oh. It's just such a... a it's a busy de- design that's trying to mask as a simple design. I, I can see that, yeah. It's like, it doesn't quite have a shape that makes complete sense. It, it is the same thing as the as the Pansage thing, too, where it's the exact same body across three Pokemon with different head shape things. Yeah, I adore the Lake Trio, but to me, like, Uxie is the best one there. and just I agree. I like that little guy's brain head. Yeah, and just imagining, um, just imagining fat Pikachu gets me through it for, like, I, I think Pikachu is better here. You know, I don't know much about Azelf. I do agree on the design flaws. Uh, definitely looks like a self-insert OC Pokemon type situation. However, um, 
aside from that, like, I think Azelf is probably a just fine Pokemon, but I'm currently surrounded by one, two, three, four Pikachus at my desk at this time, so <laughs> I, I, I'm leaning in a particular direction. There's the boy! <laughs> there yeah, he I is! <laughs> May I submit for your consideration, Gigantamax Thick Pikachu. Fat Pikachu is back. His tail is glowing. It's a pretty good time. I also don't want you to know what else came up when I image searched Fat Pikachu. We don't need to talk about that. Um, uh... However, it was a lot of inflation stuff. Uh, however, oh, as I... I, I do like what, as to, to uh, Jacqueline, your point about the Lake Trio being cool. Like, they're cool conceptually, for sure. I like the idea that, uh, the whole idea with them is that they're three Pokemon that, like, <clears throat> guided the development of humanity through what they represent or whatever. Like, I, I, I believe Azelf is the willpower one, and Uxie's the knowledge one, and Azelf is, like, the, I don't know, something else one. I, I, I like that concept a lot about them. And I, mm, I'm, I'm kind of mixed. I need to hear other people's votes before I decide whether that's enough to win it out over Pikachu. Because I do like Pikachu, who doesn't? But I do like the thought that was put into like what Azelf and those Pokemon sort of mean for their setting a lot. Azelf means nothing to me, Pikachu. Uh, I agree, Pikachu. I know very little about the Pokemon franchise other than the face, the mascot, Pikachu. So, all right, my vote doesn't even fucking matter. But for the record, it was Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu moves on. Uh, I will say, Azelf was really good competitively. That's the only other thing Absolutely. I can say about Azelf. Our next matchup for the evening is going to be Slowbro <laughs> and Misdrevious. 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 I actually don't know. I think it's Misdrevious. So Slowbro is is another classic friend, another psychic and water type. Uh, we come back to that one. Always loved it. Always loved that that big old biter it's got on its tail. And Ms. Ma- and Ms. Drevious is uh, this little ghost friend with a necklace. That's our little baby goth friend that we got with us all the time, you know? Every friend group <laughs> needs one. I was going to say, Slowpoke is uh, very sentimental to me. It was the first shiny that I ever got. I got oh, two, I love that. Two, hatched, two shinies hatched in a row from eggs. Insane odds. Wow! Yeah. Um, that is so wild. sentimental to me, but oh man, that that weird goth girl ghost. Yeah. No wait, who is this guy that you've just posted? That that is Galarian Slowbro. Also up for consideration here. Uh, in Sword and Shield, uh, this is more to recent development in Pokemon. We have regional variant forms for some Pokemon, and Slowbro in the Galar region becomes this uh, psychic and poison type guy. Where instead of the shell being on his tail, it's now a poison squirt gun on his hand. I like that now, you know, uh, Mistrevis was about to get my vote for just being a cute goth baby. But now we got this Mm -hmm. beach punk bro and (laughs) I have conflicting emotions. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Now, does does the shell go? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Please go ahead. I was going to say, does the shell go other places? Because it looks like... I mean, it has the purple on both hands, its head, and its tail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the the shell thing is biting up to the purple mark on the one arm. Well, it's also on its head, and it can become Slowking, which is another place that shell goes. If it becomes Slowking, is on the, the head. 
So you you are right there. I, I feel like in my head it's like the shell has filled the whole thing's fucked up body with poison, which is a very grim idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I do like Slowbro a lot. Slowbro is one of those ideas. Slowbro's funny. It, it is an idea they had in the first generation of Pokemon games that if it happened now, there would be a whole annoying mechanic around it. Because the thing with Slowbro is like in the Pokedex entries... What happens is that Slowpoke, where it evolves from, uh, a shelter, which is a little a little shell Pokemon, will bite onto its tail, and then they'll evolve together. So that that fucked up shell that's gone on its tail is a whole second Pokemon. That's what Shelter turns into. And I like I like the idea that just another Pokemon has to come with it when it evolves. I think that's wild and I, I enjoy it very much. Um now, Ms. Dreavus, though, I, I, uh, Ms. Magius is my favorite Pokemon, because I think, what if there was a cool ghost that was a witch is the best question anyone's ever asked. I just like it a lot. I just think it's a funky, a funky fellow. Ms. Dravius, I do have to honor a lot just because it evolves into one of my favorite Pokemon. I do like its cute little face. I like its big eyes. I've been watching some of the Pokemon Journeys anime, and will say it has, like, it has huge, menacing, like, glowing eyes in the anime. I think that's very fun. But, I don't know, the idea of Slowbro really does a lot of work for me. The idea just like, oh, you are bitten and it has effects. That's so simple and wonderful to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I I have to vote Slowbro on this one for me. Yeah, I yeah, I think I'm okay letting Misdravius be Misdravius and, and seconding you on that. I think Slowbro is just a, a great guy. Also, just look at that face. Look at that face on Slowbro. Never a thought. Never a thought in all of his days on this earth. No thought, head empty. I love it. All right. I've been swayed. I was about to vote Mistrevious, but now no thought, head empty has gotten my vote. Uh, I'm going to be the lone dissenter and vote Mistrevious, even though slow, slow poke has sentimental value to me. Slow bro, I, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> Fair, fair enough, and I appreciate you being the Ms. Dravis supporter. Claudia, can I ask, what was the other shiny? You said you had two right in a row. Oh, they were both slowpokes. I really? got a crop of eggs, and they were both sl- And two of wow. the six I was hatching at that time were shiny. Incredible. We, we love to see it. Uh, it comes back around to me. Next up, we have Poltegeist, which is, what if a teapot could be your friend? Versus Golurk. What if an uh, enormous uh, mythological golem could be your friend? Teapot. Very cute. It's gotta Little be guy. the teapot. It's gotta be the teapot. Come on. Gotta be teapot. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the teapot is a really cool idea. I think the guy looks gross <laughs> is my thing about Poltegeist. I will make it quick if I am outvoted, which I clearly am. Poltegeist looks like it is just leaking out of that teapot. You can never use that teapot again. It just looks like it would get all over your table. I don't like that he's a ghost that's shaped like a tube. I'm not into that. Uh, I I don't know. I love the idea of Poltegeist, but I dislike looking at it. Now, Golurk, on the other hand, is just... It's just a giant, like, ruined colossus that can hang out with you and you can feed it treats. And I think that's very special. You know, the, the, uh, what was the second one called again? Colossus? Golurk. Golurk? Golurk has 
look kind of has that energy like someone pulled him out of Kingdom Hearts like he was a shadow or oh, something like that like a heartless and that. then made him unheartless and I think that is cool but however the, the little tea guy little tea guy does have my little heart with the friend shape in the little pot yeah listen I love I love a golem as much as the next Jew but like it's got to be the teapot <laughs> okay I I'm gonna betray my Jewish heritage here but teapot Damn. over golem. Damn, we hate to see it. Jacqueline, are you still also uh, Team Teapot? Yeah, I love a Dragon Quest enemy as much as anyone else, but, like, yeah, it's got to be <laughs> Poltergeist. <laughs> oh, I hate to see... Oh, I hate to see you go, Golurk, but that's the way it's got to be. Poltergeist moves on. Uh, the next two are Waylord and Mawile. Oh, I... I... I need anyone else to say initial thoughts. I'm a big Gen 3 head. These are two of my favorite Gen 3 Pokemon. This is going to be a battle for me. This is difficult because I like the big boy, but the big boy has ruined my life in Pokemon Go, prevented me from catching things because he took up the whole freaking screen. But the other one, the, 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 the actual, like, main body very cute the back of the head very terrifying unsettling i don't know i don't know see i kind of dig that about it i i like the weird terrifying aspect to it yeah claudia i'm right there with you this little motherfucker is is just down to like be like hi i'm a cute little guy let me come chase me into this cave and the moment you get in that dark cave that, that that head mouth is coming out um I would also like to submit to the court another Mega Evolution. Uh, this is Mega oh Mawile, which is my favorite Mega Evolution. It gets a second head mouth. It also gets big pants. Unlike the monkey, <laughs> I like the pants on this one. I have a, uh, very particular opinions about pants. I don't know. I, I really like Mawile. I think it... I, 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 it's a very distinct looking creature to me. It's one of the Pokemon that doesn't look like a real animal that I think really works for not being based on a real animal, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That does mm-hmm. make sense. Like, Mawile is one of, like, some of the best groups of Generation 3 Pokemon, which I would define as, like, people, Pokemon that look like they have a unique fighting style. Uh, yeah. This is up there with, like, uh, Hariyama and stuff like that. And I, I just love it for that. And I do, I agree, the Mega, Mega Evolution is so good. Yes, Jay and Jacqueline shaking hands, meme, Mawile and Hariyama, uh, and Swampert. We'll get there, maybe. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right there with you. They also gave it, it was originally just a steel type, and then uh, in X and Y, they gave it fairy type, and that was a fun dual typing. I had one of these. I had a Mega Mawile when I was playing competitively in Gen 6, and uh, it's a gun. It's a gun, or a sword, or a, a, a claw, whatever you want to call it. It's one of those. Meanwhile, we should consider the humble Waylord. I I do think Waylord is, like, a really effective, simple design. Like, if you're designing a Pokemon that's that big, you you have so much surface area to over-design, and the amount of restraint that comes from them not doing that, I think, is honorable and lovely. I do have a lot of fondness for this big blue guy. I love his weird beady eyes. You know... I did a, a, a Pokemon, uh, what's the word, where it's randomized and you die if you die. Uh, Nuzlocke? Yes, so we did a, a three-way Solock randomized. Oh my god. And my starter was a Whale Lord who only knew Splash. 
Oh no! <laughs> and uh, ruined it for everybody. I couldn't even get past the training level. So, <laughs> even though Mawile upsets my like spine, I I do remember this trauma that Whale Lord gave me, and I have to go Mawile. I'm I'm not sorry about that actually. I I understand, Jacqueline, Claudia, your thoughts, please. It's Mawile for me as well. Yeah. Mawile slaps, TBH. Yeah, Mawile slaps! Mawile unanimously moves on. Jacqueline, could you be a pal and read off the next uh, matchup for us? Yeah, next up is Snom versus Inkay. Oh, I love this one. Uh, I should say this will probably be our last one, but it depends on how quickly we get through it. There's Snom, uh, a lovely little icy cutie, and Inkay, another... These are two very cute little little guys. Uh, This is... Who's who's cuter? How do we measure this? Um, Snom did take over the internet when Sword and Shield were released. There were a lot of Snom-related memes, as I recall. Uh, full full sense. Snom has my vote. Cute jelly baby, little eye, little mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cute jelly baby bean. Uh, French shaped will die for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I got. Understandable. Thank you for your time. Snom's <laughs> mouth looks like a cartoon butt. It does, it does. Now I'll ask the question again, is that a positive or a negative for you? I'm going to say it's a negative. I also, mm. the, the eyes are on the bottom, and I do appreciate the variety. Um, yeah. But it's not doing it for me, and is Inke the one where you have to evolve it by, like, physically turning your d- Nintendo DS upside down? Claudia, I'm so glad you asked. It sure is! I love Inke. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. You literally have to turn your 3DS upside down in order to evolve this Pokemon. In the newer games, you have to turn your Switch controller upside down because when it evolves, it flips. Those blue tentacles are like the top of its head and they become this like enormous writhing mass. I, it's Inke all the way for me. It's cute. Its evolution is really cool. I think it would glow in the dark if those little head dots are lights. I think that rules. It's Inke all the way for me. I gotta agree. Yeah, NK for me too. It looks like it would be ah. like the healer in an RPG par- party or something. Yeah! It's okay, bro. Listen, it's a good hill to die on. NK and Snom are two, are, are made for each other, but NK moves forward. We have 12 seconds left on the timer, which means one more matchup for this episode. I don't know how to pronounce these. Oh, shoot. Our last mashup for this evening is going to be Palisand. And- and meow stick? Did I? Yeah, you got it. Hey. That's Palisand. What if a sand castle could look at you? Versus meow stick, what if there were these? Oh, I love them both. <laughs> I, yeah, I, oh no, this is hard. I know it is. I, I, there's a lot of Gen Six designs. I'm kind of iffy on Meowstick is not one of them. I really like both of these, and I like the way they're different from each other. But Pal, hmm, Palisand is such a Palisand is the thing about him. It's a oh my god, pal. I just got that pun. It's a pal, pile, 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 pile. It's a Palisand. Pal. Yeah, or a pail of sand. It can be whatever you want of sand. Is, is that the or one? Or palace. Is, is Palisand oh. the palace one that has of like sand. A, is there a child's soul in that one? Hold on. Uh, yeah, probably. No, it's a ghost type. Okay. There's usually a child's like soul. One. 
Yeah, well, there's that. There's, I mean, there's child souls in like half of these motherfuckers. Ghost types are great. I, we, I know we haven't been doing this for others. I do want to share shiny palisand because it is black. Uh, that is because it was introduced in Sun and Moon, which are in the region based on Hawaii. And there is a beach in Hawaii that has black sand. And so they based that off a real place. And I just think that's very neat. I love, it is very cool. I love... Oh, cute little babies of the meow sticks. Very cute. Mm-hmm. But go- Ghost Child Goth Sandcastle has my vote. Gut okay. reaction. Okay. Can I read this Pokedex entry for Palisand I, real quick? I would love if you would. Please do. So, th- I mean, there are a few here, but uh, possessed people controlled by this Pokemon transformed in... in- transformed its sand mound into a castle as it evolved its power to curse grew ever stronger. Uh, that was Pokemon Sun, whereas Pokemon Moon says, buried beneath the castle are masses of dried up bones from whose, from those whose vitality it has drained. Sick. Sick. Love it. Love it. I'm not intimidated by that. I would not be afraid to let my kids play around or with one. I love it. I want one in my house. No, I don't. Okay, well, but wait, wait. Palisand is like a hive mind. Each of its grains of sand has its own will. Or I guess that's Sick. the opposite of a hive mind. Sick. What mean? This gets cooler that, that, and cooler by the second. That means that all those wills are united to one common cause. It is the people's Pokemon. <laughs> Communism wins again! Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's it's Palisand for me. I, I do really like Meowstic. I think it's a very like fashionable pair of Pokemon in the generation that's based on France, so it, it fits. Uh, just for the, the argument's sake, since I shared si- bleh, since I shared shiny palisand, great sentence, I also shared uh, shiny meowstick, which I think is less impressive. It's it's gold and white. It looks all right. Uh, female shiny palisand, um, shiny meowstick looks great. Uh, male shiny meowstick, too many fake words I'm having to say today. <laughs> yeah. Just, it it's... It doesn't look good. The it should be blue. It fell in the mustard. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I I agree with you. A lot of mustard. Um, I I will also. Yeah, I I think uh, regular male meow stick is like a really good design. I think it it's a cute looking guy. I will say though, I I don't like when they give cats to. I don't like when cats are bipedal. In real life, it would alarm me, obviously, but in Pokemon too, I'm not a fan. I, I get, just make a cool cat that has four legs. We don't need to make every quadrupedal animal shaped like a person. That's yeah. that's my hill. That's my hill to die on. And the hill, excuse me, the hill is covered with sand. Palisand has my vote. Palisand has my vote. Palisand has my vote. Palisand makes no sense, but intrigues me. I love it. Palisand. <laughs> Palisand. Damn. Damn. Palisand's so nice. We voted for it twice. Palisand is moving on to round three. And uh, that does it for this episode of Champs in the Making. Claudia, Jacqueline, Roma, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, We'll be back for a second episode. Thank you so much for joining me. It is lovely to have you here on the Moonshot Network. Welcome, and we'd love to have you. If you have been enjoying what you've heard today, well, first off, thank you for being part of the Moonshot Patreon. Uh, It means a lot to us. It means the world to us. We love that you're here. If you're there, if you're here, please check out other stuff we have on the Patreon. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, we have 
Once Missed Wonders, which is a podcast about movies where uh, any group of hosts who shares one thing in common, that one thing being that they have not seen a particular classic beloved film, uh, they get around to it. Uh, we got around to watching The Godfather. Me and Vita and uh, a couple other folks did that. And uh, we also have The Moon Reports, where Riley is interviewing creators on the network one by one. Those are all there on the Moonshot Patreon. While we're on the topic of the Patreon, I have been given a lovely list that I will now read out of our incredible benefactors on the Moonshot Patreon. If you would like to get your name on this scroll that I am about to read like a uh, big ancient fancy papyrus that was unearthed from Golurk's tomb after my co-host on this episode killed it, uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash moonshot network. Uh, we would love to thank DJ Wheeler, Thomas Herbertson, Colin Paget arnold Douglas Matthews, Alice Kira, Anissa Danny, Sam Cook, Corax Alexandra, Holly Loveless, Funi Sherman, Robin Long, Flips MCL, Jay Harkins, Joe DeVita, Evan Jenkins, Logan Jenkins, Michael Ornelas, Daniel Miller, Mayday Knight, Vertigree, Stephen Ketchup, Matt Weibel, Jesse Peterson, Emery, Maddie, A Failsafe, John Bruce, Amy, Grizzytron, Marissa S., George Colson, Hamlet Cooper, Karina, Anthony Charlier or Charlay, Veer, Void Spooler, A. Fell, Jeremy Auer, Colton Crow, Tanner, Morgan Gate Levin, Martin Lord, Adam Butler, Asta, Jenna, Becky Scott Fairley, and Megan Huber. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, Claudia, Jacqueline, and Roma, thank you so much. And until next time, a bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.